we're getting close, ever so close. The NFL season is almost a puck stuff. Adam Beasley, star of the show, how do you feel about the NFL season being almost a puck stuff? <laughs> uh, we are taping this. What is today? Tuesday? Uh, nine days from right now, I will be uh, stocking up my beer with all kinds of uh, frosty beverages and getting ready to watch the opener. I cannot wait, Armando. It's going to be a little rough to start. I think the product is going to be a bit of an eyesore at times, but who cares? It's football. Who cares? It's football. And, you know, I think it's going to be a lot better than what everybody thinks. What do you think about that? I love a contrarian. Let's hear it. No, no, I just, you know, look, I I watched the Dolphins um, with you. I watched not next to you by any means, but with you, I watched the Dolphins scrimmage, and it wasn't horrible. That wasn't terrible. I mean, there was some issues, there's no doubt, but they didn't even wear to huddle. <laughs> they came out of the right locker room exit. It wasn't like a joke. It wasn't terrible. But Am you know, I wrong? What, but you're you're not wrong. But you know what we did not see? What tackling? That's true. That's fair. But I think that's going to be awesome. More <laughs> more offense, baby. <laughs> I think I think you're going to see some whoa busted plays. I think you're going to. I doubt teams are going to be too crazy offensively week one, uh, but I, I think plays that should go seven yards go 70 yards just because these guys haven't tackled. Look, I mean, when was the Super Bowl? February 4th or whatever it was? Yep. So you're, you're, you're talking, it'll be for most teams, certainly the Dolphins, seven months between live tackling. You're, that's not something you can just snap your fingers and pick up. So, But I, I agree with you largely. And something else from the scrimmage, which feels like a lifetime ago, but it was only a few days ago. Something else with the scrimmage that stood out to me was something that stood out to me the week before. When that team is without Ryan Fitzpatrick, it's a different team. And as crazy as it sounds, they need Ryan Fitzpatrick more now than they need Tua Tonga-Vailoa. Certainly Tua is the future, but if they want to win games in 2020, it's got to be with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Here's the thing. Ryan Fitzpatrick brings something to the Miami Dolphins that neither Tua nor Josh Rosen bring to the Miami Dolphins, and that is juice. He, when he steps on the field, the players get excited. They think something's about to happen. They believe that there's a possibility that it's going to be something good. When the other two guys are in the huddle offensively, you don't feel the same energy. You don't see the same kind of Swerve, you know, you know, it's it's not there. There's not this this juice that Fitzpatrick brings. Do you think? And and we are at we're probably on the second or third page of the Tua Tagovailoa NFL book. Do you think that's something that will grow with time with him, or that's just not in his personality? I think that as any player gains confidence. As any player gain, and the, to do that, obviously, you have to gain success. You have to be successful and see yourself getting better and doing better to have confidence. As if that grows, if that kind of uh, resume grows, then that player can have juice 
He really is. Some guys, look, last year, Kalen Balazs, for example, he talked a big game, um, but he was playing terrible. And the terribleness kind of multiplied on itself. He just, he couldn't stop the skid. It was an avalanche of bad because I think he lost his confidence. Right. And some guys, they just step out there knowing that they know that they know that it's going to be amazing. And sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. But the next time they come out there, they still, because they've had a certain degree of success, they know that they know that they know. And they it's, it's, it's kind of something that everybody else around them feels. And, 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 and you're absolutely right. It's tangible with Fitz. Uh, they, they won games last year. They had no business winning. Certainly, the, 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 I mean, Philadelphia beating the Eagles was, was a wow moment. But that pales in comparison to going to New England on the last week of the season and shocking a team that needed to win that game to host playoff games through the Super Bowl, right? That was, it was essentially New England's season because we knew they weren't going to go on the road and win. And they didn't. Um, that it was it was hugely hugely damaging uh, for the Patriots to have to to lose that game. And I mean, God bless them. We we both enjoy Adam Gase. We think he's fun. I didn't see an Adam Gase team go do that. I certainly didn't see a Joe Philbin team go do that. And 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 I think that was the first time the Dolphins had won in Foxborough since the Wildcat game. Okay, and 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 ninety five percent of that was Fitz. I mean, it was. If Fitz wasn't the quarterback that day, if Josh Rosen was the quarterback that day, they would have lost that game by thirty points. That's fair. Uh, by the way, um, you know I love Adam Gase. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they did in the final two weeks of twenty sixteen go to New York and to Buffalo, and games that they needed to win to get into the playoffs. They won them both, and I know that's not. The, the you know the defending Super Bowl champion. It's not New England, but you know I mean, those were big wins. You're right. Those yeah, were yeah. I mean, the, 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 at the time we had no idea that the Dolphins could do anything like that. By the way, let me double back here, star of the show. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking that it's going to be terrible? What the product that we see on the field? I think well, you're going to see some things you wouldn't otherwise see. It's at the start of, at the start of the, yeah, at the start right. of the season, I think you're going to see guys that are running the wrong routes, miss tackles. <laughs> you think that's just a Dolphins football game? <laughs> How's no, that? no, no. Now compare that. Is it going to be worse than what we saw at the start of <laughs> the 2019 season? Uh, it better not be. What was it, 59 to 10? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, I forget the, but forget the the score, the way that they played. I mean, well, yeah, I mean they 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 forgot Baltimore could throw the football. Like they 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 must have thought they walked into that game saying passes are not allowed uh, when you're the when you play the Baltimore Ravens because they played eleven guys in the line of scrimmage and Lamar just lit them up. Yeah, they got out coached that day. But the the point is, uh, is it going to be worse? No, 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 no. It's I, be I think better. I think they win. I mean, I, I, I oh! for, for as much as the Dolphins are going through, the yeah. Patriots are 
a dumpster fire, not, you know, not personality wise because Belichick won't let that happen, but just the, who's on their offense. I know Cam Newton, you know, whatever, but he's, they're going to have to, they're going to, they're, they're going to have to shrink the package for him because he's had an off season to learn an offense that Tom Brady learned over the course of a decade and a half. Right. So they're not and, and they're going to be able to call more things obviously because of his athleticism, but it's not going to be the, the, the 200 page, uh, Josh McDaniels playbook just because the guy hasn't been there very long and look at the weapons they have I mean uh, Gronk on Julian Edelman is 117 years old Uh, is it Nikhil Perry is that is that is that his name Corey Dillon Nikhil Harry Nikhil Harry I was thinking of I, I, I matched up Nikhil Harry and Malcolm Perry but maybe maybe Nikhil Harry has a breakthrough this year but I mean, uh, Legarrette Blunt? No, he's not there anymore. Uh, uh, Logan Mankins? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, that defense! Oh my goodness! Yeah, we we think they have problems on offense. That defense has got like two dudes on it. Like, like, uh, not a joke. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May fifth. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. There might be more guys that started week one for the Dolphins last year on defense that I would take starting for week one for the Patriots this year. And that is not hyperbole. Wow. 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 That's going to be interesting. So when we come back from this break, I am going to ask Adam Beasley a very special question, a very secret special question that he may be or maybe not surprised about. We'll get to that right after this break. And the reason I didn't ask the question is I forgot it. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. No, I remember. LeGarrette, um, what's his name? Um, Fernet. Okay. Okay? All right. All right, so we're back, and we're talking about the Miami Dolphins looking better, better, Adam Beasley, in the, in the season opener 2020 than they did in 2019. Perhaps the only team in the NFL who will look better after zero, you know, off-season, no preseason, no no long training camp than they did last year. What do you think about that? Yes, I think that's absolutely. I think it's absolutely true. Right. I think that look, no, honestly, this is a team that is solid now. It's not spectacular. They they still need more weapons on offense, I would say. But let's look. There's. I think the Dolphins are two pieces away from winning the AFC East. And I think those two pieces are, as we speak at 335 on Tuesday, there for them to get. 
and you know we'll get news after we tape this. This is obviously conveniently timed <laughs> uh, before the waiver wire is announced. But Legarrette Blunt, not Legarrette Blunt, my you got it in my brain. Leonard Corey, Fournette, no Corey Dillon, Corey Dillon, Leonard Fournette, Jadavian Clowney. Those two players, if they're members of the Miami Dolphins, they would absolutely win the AFC East. Well, you you kneecapped my special question. So, <laughs> do you believe that the Miami Dolphins should sign Leonard Fournette as, a, as yeah. an available free agent? Well, he's got a he's I think he's clearing through waivers, right? Is that, is yes. that he, since he's a, a he's a fourth year player, he has to be still be subject to the waiver Correct. process. But so the four the million dollars, who's going right. to pay that? The Dolphins are fifth in line. Um, they have a fair amount of the cap space still. Now I know it, wow. the cap is severely shrunk next year, but if they if they believe that Leonard Fournette is the one piece that separates them between eight and eight and ten and six, that's worth four million dollars. That is worth four million dollars to build yourself an offensive line that's built to run the football with three really good running backs. They don't need Fitz to go crazy next year. They're, they're, they would they would average five yards a carry. Now I know you, you hear things coming out of Jacksonville. I'm sure you believe half of what you hear and, you, and half of what you don't. He's got some issues. Maybe Flores can handle that. Maybe Flores can be a strong personality to get him on the right track. Um, I, I, I think he's got some upside, and I think he's he on this team would would. It would instantly make this team a playoff competitor. Well, let me just lay it out here right now so that you understand where I'm at. I do not pay $4 million for Leonard Fournette. I'm sorry. I think that is crazy ridiculous. And no one in the NFL wanted to pay $4 million and even a seventh-round draft pick for him. And seventh-round draft picks are like, you know, pennies. Mm-hmm. They most of them don't make it. Most of them are out of the league in three years. No one told the Jacksonville Jaguars, "We will take Leonard Fournette if you take a seventh round pick," because they would have made that deal. So why would anyone do it for the four million dollars? He's a running back. You can you. I mean, he is going to sign, I believe, for like. $2 million on a one-year prove-it deal, maybe. And that's going to include a ton of, like, you know, incentives that he's going to have to meet to get to that $2 million. I think if it gets to that, and you're probably right, if, I think if it gets to that, the Dolphins don't have a shot then. Because he's going to want to go to a team. He, he would be smart, to be honest, to, to wait until next week to see if any more injuries pop up if teams get desperate for a running back, uh, because then obviously you, you, you juice your own value uh, when there's when there's de- demand for your supply. So uh, there's not a huge demand in Miami for Leonard Fournette. They will be good running the football with without him. They'd be better with him. Certainly he would make them a better football team. But it's not like, oh, my God, we're not going to be able to line up uh, in week one if we don't get a running back in here. Uh, and, and, and I don't know if he particularly wants to come to Miami. And so my point is this. Sure, don't give up an asset for him. But if you were willing to sign him for one year, $2 million, um, it, you, I know, it's, I know it's, it's an additional $2 bucks. but take any of the mystery out of it. 
if if if, if there's not a great you, you get a sense from his agent there's not a great chance that he would sign with the Dolphins if he had his own choice. Maybe it's worth spending the extra two million bucks. I would say that there's as much, if not more, chance that he signs with the Dolphins' opponent the first week mm-hmm. as he does with the Dolphins. Oh, could you? Jeez. <laughs> and goes for a buck fifty. Am I wrong? No. <laughs> I mean, those people, those people in New England, they do evil things, and they do it often to the Miami Dolphins. Correct. Not, not last December, but you know what I'm saying, or last January. Um, also, Chicago has been mentioned as a team that he might end up, you know, with. I, I see all of that, and none of it tells me absolutely the Miami Dolphins. I mean, it would – I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is you would pay a premium to make sure you get the player. Uh, and, and if they don't value him enough to pay that premium, I understand. But I, I will say this. If they fix their running game, which they're probably 80% of the way towards doing, and they fix their pass rush, which they're probably about 60 65% of the way doing, that is a team that can line up and play with anybody. Because if you're going to run the football and get pressure on a quarterback, you can be in every game, even if you're playing the Chiefs. You might not win those games, but you'll give yourself a chance to win. And that's why it gets me back to the original point. I think Fournette and Clowney on this team would make this team as good, if not better, than anybody in the AFC East. Yeah, um, so the chances that Brian Flores is able to recruit Jadavian Clowney uh, as he tried to do last year are what? I mean, again, it's it's what the market will allow. I am stunned it's September 1st that he still doesn't have a football team. I am stunned. Um, I, I thought at the beginning of the camp somebody would have an injury and all of a sudden, boom, he'd have a job. Uh, he must be holding out for a number. But here's the thing, Armando. You can hold out for that number, and if there's not a market for that number, you're just costing yourself money. Because if you wait till week two, week three, week four, you're not going to get anywhere near what you might have gotten right now if you had signed. So I think this weekend, this coming weekend, is going to be instructive. You mentioned the insanity that led to that, that 49-point shellacking in, in week one last year. And part of that insanity was – they traded Laramie Tunsil. They traded Kenny Stills. They traded Kiko Alonso. They brought in they, – they, they cut – I mean, literally everybody that had a sack for them in the preseason, they cut. I mean, they, they, their, their roster was turned upside down eight, nine days before the season started, and they, you know, they were caught unawares. Is it going to be to that extent this weekend? No. I don't think any team is in the position the Dolphins are in now. But there will be movement. There will be a bunch of players that are still cut – the Dolphins are going to cut guys. They're going to hope come come back in the practice squad. But if they're at a position to need and they're good enough for another team, they're going to get claimed on the 53. It's just going to be what it happens. So uh, every year, more and more trades have become an important part of the NFL offseason. And you know this better than I do. But for decades, trades were like, ah, the NFL, we don't we, we trade draft picks maybe, but we don't trade players. That has changed. That has completely changed. Uh, with how teams construct their roster, and I think you're going to see a lot of that in the next, say, 72, 96 hours. The Dolphins tried to trade a guy within the division? <laughs> they did trade a guy within the division, and he was broken. Well, imagine, imagine, imagine what the Miami Dolphins really think of Kalen Balaj, that they traded him to a team that they're going to play twice this year. That's like saying... He is so bad 
that we don't care that we're going to play against them twice this year. He is so bad that we don't fear him at all. And and the Jets, I mean, people were just pulling their hair out that that, that uh, Joe Douglas would give up a uh, an asset or a potential asset if he made the team uh, for, for a player that we saw with their own eyes was not good. But he did that on intelligence that somebody ahead of him in the waiver number was going to claim him. Like I, the, the rumor was the Cleveland Browns were going to claim Belize, and that's why the Jets had to trade for him to make sure they got him on their team. All these things are insane to anybody who's actually seen him play. But, yeah, if, if there's a market for Kalen Belize, there is going to be a trade market for a lot of people in the next four or five days. So before we wrap up, I've got to say something that is going to be controversial. I have experience saying controversial <laughs> things, <laughs> Adam Beasley. I have experience with this. You're going to hate it, but I'm going to say it. I don't think Jadavian Clowney is all that. Mm. I, I, I mean – I don't see a ten million dollar player in Jadavian Clowney. I don't. I don't, and I certainly don't see a fifteen million dollar a year player in Jadavian Clowney. Uh, am I wrong? I'm wrong. Am I? He he is not going to give you fifteen sacks. That's just Correct. not the, the player he is. But he is really, really good in the run game, and that's something the Dolphins we have seen for years struggled to set the edge. He is very good at that. Now, if the Dolphins have confidence that the edge defenders they have now are enough, no, he's not worth $10 million. He would be, like, the, the rotation, of the, the defensive line rotation of him, Agba, Shaq Lawson, uh, Christian Wilkins, and Raekwon Davis, those five guys, you rotate them in passing downs, and you're going to have a lot of sacks, and you're going to have a lot of, you're going to have a much better run defense. You're going to have a good defense if, you, if those are your five. But again, you're right. What's the number? If I'm sure that there have been phone calls between the Dolphins and Clownies people and every team in the uh, Clownies people who want him as, on their team. But if he's not willing to take a reasonable contract, he's not going to get signed. He started 11 games, played in 13 last year. He had three sacks. Mm. He had 21 solo tackles. Mm. So, <clears throat> uh, you know, good player. Let's 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 set the line, the over under line. What do you think the one year blank million dollar contract will be? Uh, I assume he's down to ten. <laughs> oh, I, I I think it's less than that at this point. I mean, especially especially when 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 he started down this road of thinking he was a you know a, one of the highest paid defensive ends in football. There wasn't a pandemic. Like right. everyone thought, the salary cap was going to keep going up every year. Uh, I mean. If, say you give Clowney $10 million, that's $10 million you cannot use next year when you might need it. Correct. So, yeah, no, I, I think it's probably like seven. I think that's probably the number for him now. Probably. But he's still at 10. <laughs> and that's why he's not signed. <laughs> right. That's, that's why he's on the couch, as Cameron Wake used to say. All right, folks, that's it for today. We appreciate you joining us on the Dolphins in Depth podcast. As always, star of the show, Adam Beasley, is here to tell you everything you need to know about the Miami Dolphins, and I am here to carry his clubs, uh, as I always do. So thank you for joining us. Join us again next week. Next week we'll be previewing an NFL regular season football game. I can't wait. Can't wait!